Unity House provides crisis intervention, advocacy, skills, teaching, information, resources, encouragement, and support to those living in Rensselaer and Albany counties and surrounding communities. Unity House appointed David Bach as Chief Executive Officer of Unity House, and I'm really excited to be joined by him now on Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Welcome. I see that. Thanks for having me today. It's been about six months since you came on as Chief Executive Director. So what is the what have these first few months been like for you? I guess I'll start with saying it's been humbling. Uh, but it really that that that's that's a close second to awesome, right? I mean, this has been an amazing six months. It's almost six months to the day. On the fifteenth, um, it was it was six months since I started in the middle of August last last uh, year. I've had you know a career that spanned over over two decades, mostly in government, um, all public service, all human services. But a lot of it has been in government. I, I've worked in nonprofits before, but again, vast majority at county and state level. Most recently, I was at the Office of Children and Family Services with New York State. And I was there for 10 years um, in two different roles. But my career before coming to Unity House was all around child welfare. So coming to Unity House, which is a multi-services agency, which you, you summarized very well what we do, was you know, really exciting for me because working with people is really that at the core. And it doesn't matter if you're working with children, if you're working with adults, if you're working with adults with, with certain particular needs and services, it, it's just humans working with humans. And we have such a, a great number of people in the Capital District that have committed their lives um, to just helping fellow humans um, along you know this path we call life that Unity House sort of wrapped that all up for me and allowed me to to uh, follow the legacy of, of the people that, that came before me. I mean, I'm, I'm the third CEO in, in Unity House's history, and I don't take that lightly. Uh, Mary Jane Smith started this in, you know, in the 70s, and then Chris Berg was at the helm as CEO for, you know, 30 years. So, legacy is very important and not only legacy the mission and what's great about unity house's mission is it's very broad and it you know not quoting the mission here but the way i summarize it when i talk to people who may not know as much about unity house as people who live right here in troy um you know if you are in need and you live in our communities we'll help you if we're not already helping you we will and we don't limit ourselves to what's funded by government. We, you know, will find ways of helping people, even in, with, you know, needs that aren't necessarily identified as, you know, an, an overarching broad need where there's government grants or government contracts for them. And that's really particular to Unity House and something that, that attracted me to come here when I did and leave state service. One of the services from Unity House is housing. How does Unity House work to give people the tools to be able to be less dependent on the services from Unity House and be able to rent on their own or perhaps eventually have a house that they own? Sure. That's a really good question. And I think it, it, it's um, it's a question that, that permeates all of human services, right? The first thing is to bring people to a point where they 
have the understanding of what their needs are and how to navigate their system, you know, that, you know, of, of supports uh, that they require in order to slowly get them to a point where those services, they're less dependent on those services. Whether whether you, you count that in number of services required or frequency or um, maybe intensity of services offered, that that's that's always the goal in all of human services. And with Unity House, you know, we meet people where they're at at first, right? And then through case management services, um, we help to work on their goals in order to um, make them self-sufficient in, in the areas that they are able to become self-sufficient in. And you mentioned housing. Um, so taking people literally that 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 start with with no home and maybe homeless um, and getting them into temporary housing um, with supportive services, whether those services center around uh, mental health needs, okay, it could be substance use, substance use needs. Once they're in temporary housing, they're able to work with, with um, our case management staff. Then they're able to come up with a plan on how to be, get into more permanent housing. That's always the goal, permanent housing. Whether that permanent housing has to do with their own apartment or whether that permanent housing is always something that has a supportive service attached to it, whether or not it's an in-house supportive service or, or maybe something where we have people that are working distally located, so we call them scatter sites, but we have apartments that are service rich we we have you know services that are within close proximity but they aren't necessarily all contained within one building that the people are living in 24 by 7. so our, our agency offers you know the full gambit of supportive services temporary and permanent housing it's one of our um, core tenants to assist people in becoming more independent and part of that is having having um you know housing security and being able to have a place that they call home Many people who seek the services of Unity House face stigma in their daily lives due to they're living with a mental illness, HIV or AIDS, poverty, trauma, many, many more things. So beyond giving services within the Unity House walls, is Unity House changing societal perceptions around people who seek assistance? Yeah, that, 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 that's a really broad, lofty question and goal, right? Changing societal perspectives. You know, I think that that starts at the individual level and starts then and then moves into that group level. And as, as, a, as an agency, um, we try to do everything we can to eliminate any potential stigma. Um, so through that modeling of our own and through our staff, um, I do think that that permeates into the into the greater society. Yes, our 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 agency, because of our goal and the fact that we simply do not believe that anything should limit a person's ability to be accepted in and receive the benefits of society. And when I say benefits, I mean all benefits, not just services. I'm talking about being a contributing member of their community to the ability that they have within themselves, helping them realize that and making sure that the community around them not only supports that, but it's just accepted. Um, you know, oftentimes we talk about tolerance, we talk about acceptance, and it really is acceptance. It, 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 we, we are so past a point where we talk about tolerating anything. We're, we're all humans just trying to make it through life to the best of our ability. And some people need a little more help understanding and realizing that ability. And that's what we do. When did you notice that this was the kind of work that you were interested in, working with children and families and social services? What, it, what in your roots made you the right person for this job? I come from a family that 
was was involved in the community and um, really always helped other people, whether they're family or friends, and oftentimes friends. Um, I grew up in Schenectady, New York, and you know, I, I guess I didn't realize it then, but our house was where everybody gathered, and a lot of times it was you know kids whose parents were working or only had um, you know a, a single parent, and and it. I just knew that you know I had a lot of friends and we had a lot of people that were coming here, but they weren't necessarily people from the neighborhood. It, it was it was you know my mother and my sister sort of were you know collecting people that 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 you know always could benefit from being around other people i'm not gonna say they need help it was really just how we operated as a community and as a neighborhood we took care of one another i guess it would go back to that but when my wife and i had our our first child and i had just finished undergrad i took a job in schenectady working with with what what they say at risk you know adolescent kids kids that were getting a little bit of trouble um needed a little bit of help getting to school and you know my job was was really broad it was you know get these kids to school be a support for them and help them be successful and and having that broad brush i was like wow you know if you have the right people doing this you can do a lot of good i mean really i had a caseload of maybe official caseload like 15 i wound up working with probably like 30 to 40 kids in, you know in in a middle school in schenectady and working with them and their families and developing relationships and just seeing how far that relationship a one-on-one -on -one relationship could go and from there I, I worked for schenectady county and started seeing you know how the 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 system the overall the bureaucratic system i'll say um made it harder to to see that impact because when you get into government and there's funding attached to it it's often very difficult to 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 realize the gains that i was talking about that i saw as 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 a worker it was one-to-one -one relationships so that's what, what got me interested in in managing at that high level and i wound up um progressing in and and you know when i left new york state office of children and family services i was i was an associate commissioner of 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 the office of children and family services with really broad oversight and and um policy writing ability and and you know having that regulatory oversight then you realize wow I'm really far removed from actually doing the work that 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 got me here when I was at Schenectady and and when I saw the Unity House position open up I said this gets me back working back with people seeing that direction so we did really great work at the office of children and family services really great work that had a huge reach me personally though being able to feel and see the impact that I have more at the individual level is what I miss and that's what brought me back here to Unity House but it takes a lot of people to do this work and i'm just one of those people here at unity house and and despite my title being chief executive officer um i find myself no more important than any other person on the team david bach it's been a pleasure to speak with you and before we end what do you think is the most important aspect of unity house that you'd like listeners to understand about your organization I would say that the most important aspect of Unity House is that we will stop at nothing to help somebody who's in need. We provide very basic services to very complex programs. But to wrap it up is we really will do anything we can to help somebody in our communities because helping one person then allows them to help other people. And once they're on their own feet, and that's what really 
makes communities great is for people helping people. So we're, we may be a big agency, a large, large agency in Troy. Um, but we, you know, when you boil it down, we, we are just a group of collection of people trying to help other people. Thank you so much. I've seen it. It's been great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and the opportunity to talk to you today.